0: The idea for this podcast starts with Twitter. I saw a tweet from Andy Hamilton, at Andy Hero, and that's Andy with an I, for the Midnight Resistance podcast. He was putting out an open invitation to watch a match, a non-WWE match. Of course, in the name of content, thought I'd reply and see what I get. What I get was a barnstorming match from New Japan Pro Wrestling that ended up with me agreeing with The Miz. Allow me to explain... match in question is from New Beginning 2017 and features the unbreakable Michael Elgin up against the IWGP intercontinental champion and leader of the Los Ignorables de Japón stable, Tetsuya Naito The match is framed as the honourable versus the dishonourable. Big Mike lost the belt to Naito, but then just to add salt to the wound, Naito injured Big Mike forcing him to the sidelines This is the rematch And Elgin strides to the ring, looking to regain the title and bring it back the respect it deserves. Now why is this? This is because Naito doesn't give a single solitary shit about the title. He carries the belt to the ring like he's looking for a bin to get rid of the coffee cup he's holding. He drops it to the floor, kicks it around, he throws it around the ring. But this makes sense. backtrack a couple of years Naito was the stardust genius a sympathetic babyface he was heading into New Japan Pro Wrestling's biggest show of that year Wrestle Kingdom 8 in Tokyo Dome or to give her its correct title
1: Wrestle Kingdom 8 in Tokyo Dome
0: in what would no doubt be the biggest match of his career so far he would be challenging the Raymaker. Kazutsuka Okada for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship Or would he? See the other big match on the card was Shinsuke Nakamura vs Hiroshi Tanahashi for the Intercontinental belt Now goes without saying that your heavyweight belt supersedes an intercontinental belt Now that's no slight to that title Just that one is the main belt that is at the very top of your promotion and the other well the other isn't It may very well be the case, like with WWE, that for some periods the IC belt is more popular and respected than the main belt. But it doesn't matter. Heavyweight belt is the top belt and is treated as the main event on the card. I can only think of three times where that logic wouldn't hold. Number one. During the Royal Rumble. Now, the Rumble is the main event on that show, and that's just the way it is. Number two. If, let's say, it's 1992 and you have a giant wrestling show in a national stadium in England, let's say, uh, then it's probably best to end the show with your biggest British star in a match, even if that is for the intercontinental belt. Number three, you decide to put the heavyweight belt onto someone who has it written into their contract that they can fuck off to the wilderness for months at a time. So the choice is obvious, right? Unless we have a fourth option. And it's that, if you're honest, your two biggest draws, as it stands, are tussling over the IC belt. So, might be best for that to go on last, especially if it's your biggest show of the year, but you can't really say that, because that's not helping the other guys. So, why not put it to an audience vote and say it was their choice, not yours? So, New Japan went for option four. Now, again, this is no slight against any of them. It's not really a straight comparison, but... It's kind of like uh, you've got the WWF in the late 90s and you've got The Rock and Stone Cold and Undertaker and Triple H and Mankind and all of them could stand at the top of the card and deliver a class match. The four men in these two matches are all great but it's got to hurt though if you're Naito. I mean Okada was the chosen one which was and is obvious. Tanahashi's the Japanese John Cena. So he's had his time with the top but it's still really popular. Nakamura? I mean, a talent like Nakamura doesn't come along that often. When the vote came in and the icy belt was gone last, you could only take it that New Japan thought they couldn't rely on Naito to draw in the people. And they'd be right. He wasn't there yet. He took a trip to Mexico for him to find his role, bringing the lost Igno stable over to Japan, putting on a suit, and just not giving a single shit. Because why would you? You had a chance to headline one of the most prestigious shows in wrestling. They took it away from you, so why should you? Why should you care? It's perfect. It makes Naito a great heel because you can see his point. I mean, yeah, he shouldn't be spitting at people, and his attitude just sucks in general. But you can understand his point of view. Which makes his match against Elgin almost perfect storytelling-wise. Japanese wrestling has had this thing for big tough westerners for years, going back to Stan Hansen and the funks through Vader and beyond. And New Japan, in particular the last few years, had this knack of working with western talent who are just on the edge of greatness. It might be a bit under the radar, but once they start working with New Japan, something happens and everything just gets to an upper notch. So it is with Elgin, who delivers a bruising heavy match with Naito. His role is to avoid Big Mike, who's trying to powerbomb Maito through the ring at every available opportunity. It's Strong style or the heel, of doing what he can to win, which generally ends up going after Big Mike's legs. Maito tries to chop them down like the two Canadian Redwoods that they are, which Elgin sells a treat. He reacts and sells, and can hardly walk up points and can't pull off his power moves. But he hardly ever goes down, because he's a big man, and that's how it should be. It doesn't stop them delivering some nasty bumps, or one in particular when Naito is tossed into the barricade outside of the ring. Oh, oh, oh.
1: Oh. That the end of
0: Naito. Which are pretty much naked steel, a long way away from those gracing a WWE ring. It makes you wince, which is part of the fun. The strong style, the fighting spirit, it's Japanese wrestling. Puro rasu. It's a great match but it's one that leaves you worried which brings us to the miz quiet on the set can we please have quiet on the set No, I never really had time for The Miz. He came up during a period when I wasn't watching wrestling, and when I came back into the fold, he was a bland face character, just kind of floating around the middle of the card. Then he went off to make a film, and he came back as the A-list at Hollywood Miz. After that, we had the Great Mizdal saga, with the botched ending and everything. Before, he once again picked up the IC belt, which kind of seemed daft. But then we had the brand split, and he was on SmackDown, and we had the World IC Tour. And then, on the after show, Talking Smack... Daniel Bryan said he wrestled like a coward. And the Miz just turned and off he went. I I I
1: I wrestle like like a coward. You wrestle like a coward. I'm the one? If I if I were to create a wrestler who, to me, like embodies, like when I was an independent guy and I was thinking like, oh, okay, what's the soft WWE style? It would be that. WWE has transformed in the you, last... Hold on. You, you had on. You, you had your chance to talk. You, you're the one that called me a coward in, in the wrestling ring. I'm the coward in the wrestling ring. Yeah. But let's talk about cowards for one second. Okay. The reason I wrestle the way I wrestle is because I can do it day in and day out all the time for 10-plus years i have never never in my career ever have been injured i don't get injured for 6 months to a year i am here each and every week but you sit there and call me a coward? Yeah. I'm the coward? Wait, let me tell you about a coward. Let me tell you about a guy who tells his WWE fans, the people that he loves, that he will be back. He promises them. I promise you, I will be back in one year's time to claim this title. But you didn't, Daniel, did you? But I'm the coward. Okay, I'm the one that they, doesn't love if the they, fans. If they would let me come back, I would come back. Oh, they, if you, you would? yeah, You would. You you love that WWE ring. You love wrestling. You love being right in that wrestling ring, and you love wrestling, right? Well, why don't you quit? Why don't you quit and go to the bingo halls with your indie fans? Okay, I think you then, need then, to calm. No, no, that's, not no, sh- that's not what this show's about. the GM have this. Thank you very much, Renee. This is a great show, but we're talking here. I need to talk to you real quick because the fact is, you're the one that calls me the coward, but you're the one that doesn't get in the WWE ring again. No, don't you walk away from me, Daniel. Don't you walk away. I'm the one that loves the fans. I'm the one that loves everyone and everything. You're the one that gets Up and walks away every single time. You're the coward. I am not a coward. I am your intercontinental champion, and there's a reason I am the title. Reason making this the most relevant, prestigious title that WWE has, and I deserve the respect on SmackDown Live. Get that camera right here. Get that camera right here. Understand that this is day 141 of the never-ending Intercontinental Championship World War. And I swear to you, I promise you, it will be the most relevant title on SmackDown Live. I could care less about those little kids on, on for the tag team titles and the women's championship and the WWE championship. This is my show. My show. And I'm sick of all of you, my GM, sitting there criticizing me, calling me the coward. You're the cowards. I'm the one here day in and day out in that wrestling ring beating people up. Thank you very much.
0: The main sentence here that struck me whilst watching in Elgin was that line. And the reason I wrestle the way I wrestle
1: is because I can do it day in and day out all the time for 10 plus
0: years. I have never, never in my career ever have been injured. For a, quote, real wrestling fan, you want that hard-hitting, strong style of wrestling because it's cool, right? It's what they do on the cool indie promotions. And it's like proper wrestling. It's not sports entertainment. Only... Daniel Bryan had to retire because of that style because of that style one of the best wrestlers over the last year New Japan's Katsuri Shibata is probably never going to wrestle again Now, Shibata was known for being the strong style of the strong styler. and Just Google him and see his matches with uh, Hiroki Goto or Tomohori Ishii. Stiff doesn't even begin to describe it, but boy were they good matches. It helped to push him up the card, ending up with him winning the 2017 New Japan Cup and picking a match with Okada for the IWGP heavyweight belt. During the match, which, let's be honest, is a five-star match, he delivers a headbutt to Okada. One not each battle with blood trickling down his face. It's a stunning image of this man standing there, dazed, blood pouring down his face. He lost the match, and afterwards he would end up being rushed to hospital due to a subdural hematoma that caused paralysis down on his right hand side. Small accounts he'll never be cleared to wrestle again. So does that make the soft WWE style cowardly? Does it make it smart? It's like that constant push and pull of wrestling. Listen to a wrestling podcast and you hear the older wrestlers saying to slow it down, to save up those crazy bumps and spots when you really, really need them. Then you'll hear the other side of the coin of the young guys doing whatever they can to make a name for themselves to get over. Wrestling blurs the line between wrestling and fake all the time. But the miss is right, you want to see people blurring that line for 10, 20 years. You know, sure, someone like Brian or Shibata have been wrestling for a long time before they retired. But how long do we see them at their very best? Shabatil's blooming into a true great. Now might not step into a ring again. Daniel Bryan just made it to the top of his profession and he had to walk away while he could still walk. Nobody wants that for anyone. I don't want to see Naito have to stop just when he's getting his teeth into the best work of his career. And if that means resting like a coward, then so be it. Guess that means I'm with The Miz on this one.
1: Uh, I came came to pay. pay. There's a price to pay. Time for you to get down on your knees.